Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Can I Be Funny? I am JQ in the hot seat today. We've got the wonderful Rosie Holt. Sorry it's been a while since the last episode of Christmas and that got in the way, so let's just crack on with Rosie Holt. Hello. Rosie. Hello. You all right? Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We've started. Yay. Yeah, it's exciting, this isn't it? Yeah. I haven't done one for ages, so... Yes, I'm ready. You're ready? I'm ready. So you are an actress, writer... Yeah. Performer. Yeah. Musician. Sort of, yeah. Loads of different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw you at Party Piece on Tuesday doing yep. a, a rude song. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. That was a point. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I, so I, yeah, I trained as an actor. Yeah. So I went to drama school and I didn't, I didn't have any um, plans to go into comedy. I was used to write things, but I, I'd usually write really bad love poetry. Ooh. Because, you know, if I'd fall in love with someone and I'd write a poem about it every time I got my heart broken. And I thought they were really good. And then one night I got drunk and I read them to a load of people <laughs> and everyone laughed, which had ah. been the intention. But then I realised that even when I was trying to write serious stuff, it would kind of inadvertently come out comic. Yeah. Every, everything <laughs> I write, I try and put jokes in whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, at drama school, they used to... Like in all my reports, they used to say, oh, you use humour as a defence mechanism and all this kind of stuff. But then, and then I'd be kind of like, oh no. But then I got out of drama school and I was like, well, this, this, is, this could work to my advantage. Yeah, and then I started doing comedy because I, um, <clears throat> I had an awful one night stand. <laughs> and and I, wrote, I wrote a comedy. Aren't they all awful? They're just one night. I've had some good ones. Oh, okay. Not that, I, not that I've had loads. I won't make a Um but I wrote a comedy sketch about it to cheer myself up. Ah. And I was doing this reception job at a gym at the time. And I showed it to the, um, uh, the guy who was working with me, called, he was called Clayton. Um, and he said, this is funny, let's make it into a short film. So we did. And we put it on YouTube and it got a bit of attention. And ah. then it kind of went from there, really. Nice. Yeah. yeah, you're also a bit of a prolific YouTuber. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I've only done one so far. Have you? Yeah. What's the, I don't think, you sent me the link, but I didn't watch it. Charming. Charming. <laughs> I, will, I will do. I was too busy listening to this podcast. <laughs> it was um, my top five things about working for yourself that suck. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it have lots of views? 120. Is there any dislikes? I don't, I don't think so. It really upsets me when people do that. I've had one or two negative reviews for this podcast. <gasps> Specifically Why? this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> A preemptive <annoying>. dislike. <laughs> it's weird getting bad reviews, isn't it? It's really horrible. I did a sketch with Harriet Kemsley about two years ago and someone put underneath, um, this was as funny as cot death. Isn't that horrible? Wow. And it was on Harriet's channel. I was like, Harriet, can you take that comment down? She was like, oh, yes. And then she never did. So it's still there. Oh, no. That's what people see. I don't think I've got any comments on mine, actually. Have you not? No. I think no comments is better than it's as funny Probably. as cot death. Probably, yeah. Is that your main thing, do you think? If you're not doing other stuff, you're like, oh, I've got to write another YouTube video. I don't know why I started doing it. No, I, just, I started going out with a YouTuber and he was like, you should do YouTube. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's a good idea. And I quite like the idea of, of just instantly putting something up. Yeah. Because that's what's great, isn't it, about comedy? You can just, it's like, same with the mic nights. You think of something, you think, oh, I'll just try it out and yeah. see what happens. And some of them stick and then some, <laughs> some of them really don't. Yeah, this whole YouTube thing's kind of passed me by. So this YouTuber that you was going out with, is, yeah. that, what, is that all that he did? 
he no he started off with that and then but i mean he was like i mean i've only i i've got some things that have got a lot of hits and some which yeah. haven't got at all he was like he got loads of hits and everything and then he he kind of does what what um what, what you do he mm. sort of now edits and works for uh, things but that was kind of how he got into it i see yeah do you think it's um sustainable doing all this youtube stuff uh, what for in general for people for you for me no I'm I use it more as a way of just kind of promoting what I'm doing or like you know added thing of being narcissistic <laughs> <laughs> how much success have you had from it then do you reckon um I don't know well, the, I got one I did what well I my my unsafe sex song that yeah. I did I put that on YouTube and it got tweeted by Kat Lamoran so then it got loads of hits ah. and then I think after that I was like now all my YouTube things can get loads of hits and then it didn't quite work like that do you think it's because of the subject title yeah I think so yeah well also <laughs> I think with that song um it's just quite funny people's reactions because some some girls come up and they're like oh my god thank you so much <laughs> and then some guys come up and they're like I I was just this once and I you know <laughs> Um, um, but um, yeah, it's. But then I did play that song. I I crashed at a gig the other week where I played that song to an absolute silence. Really? There's lots of people who hated me. Why? Just looking at me like you're disgusting. Why do they? Because you opened with that the other day. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to, and then I did because that oh, guy's. Oh yeah, yeah. Ukuleles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did that? Yeah. For the benefit of this, a guy at a gig said he hates people with ukuleles and want people to eat them if they yeah bring them but he apologized afterwards he did yeah oh, good. and then i good. felt bad because i felt like it was like <laughs> i'd gone off and made a personal attack it's like, <laughs> my ukulele song and i'm not gonna eat it but you had it with you anyway i did well because i hadn't really worked out what i was gonna do that oh uh, i see so i was like i'll bring it i'll try some new style uh, so i'd love to be able to do musical comedy but i can't sing and play at the same time because it's like patting your head and oh, i can do that i just can't sing well, i can't sing can you sing in tune? No. <laughs> maybe, maybe that could be where the comedy comes in. Maybe. But then I can't... Pl I can play the guitar. I used to be in a band, but I can't do that and talk at the same time. Or you could do what... Um, is it Faye Tracy does, where she yeah. has like a trumpet? Trombone. <laughs> Trombone. That's always a bit weird, isn't it? Because you then have to like be funny and then play music. Yeah, I was going to do like an Arctic Monkeys type song. That'd be cool because you don't need to be in tune for that. No, but then I tr I wrote it and tried it and I can't I can't physically do it. I physically couldn't do it. Yeah, I was really frustrated. I, <laughs> what I, do you mean? I, I want to use all my skills that I've got, in, but I just can't. When I was emceeing that gig the other day, I tried yeah. to do all that stuff with the laptop and none of it works. I can't. What was this? Oh yeah, the beginning. I was have sound cues and I set it up in the office and it was all brilliant and working in the clicker things oh, game so and it annoying. just didn't work at all. I was really. Oh. It's horrible as well when when something completely fails like that. Yeah. I went on stage once and I bashed my ukulele before I went on stage. And so it wasn't just a bit out of tune. It was completely out of tune. And I panicked. And of course, I should have just like tuned it on stage. But it was like, <laughs> but I was doing like 25 minutes. And yeah. I just, and then at one point I went to the audience. I went, um, I'm going to go and tune this. Like, talk amongst yourselves. And then I went off stage. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking ah. too much. So I came back on. And I was like, it's still out of tune. Let's carry on the show. Why did you use the ukulele? Is it just because it's small? Um, I can't think, also because it's easy to learn. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, well, you, I suppose, you know, I, I kind of, when I was a kid, I think I played the piano a bit, so I had vague, mu and I knew how to read music, but, ah, yeah. um, it is really easy to learn. 
so that was appealing because I was like I'd like to um learn an instrument but I don't have the concentration span or the patience to put in a lot of work so I will and also because the ukulele is a wonderful instrument is it yeah <laughs> you say so yeah. <laughs> do you think you'll ever upgrade to proper guitar I don't know it's yeah. a bit scary because more strings to learn isn't it but um, I more. think people would respect me more if I played the ukulele because um the guitar because people are very rude about the ukulele especially in comedy I'm going to try and not be rude about the ukulele. No. I don't, I've got nothing against the ukulele. I don't want to. Well, see, well, I did a gig once in this comic. He went, oh, great, just what we need, another musical comedian. And I couldn't think of any good comeback, so I think I just went, that's you, not nice. You said, oh, just what we need, another white guy, middle class. That's what I should have said. I mean, I've thought of all these good things afterwards, or people told me, and then I thought, yeah, that's what I should. But I just went, that's not very nice. And then I just repeated it. What was when, when was the first time you went on stage as a comedian? Well, I I did a as a stand up or as a I did I it's a bit difficult to say because I did I won um I I invented this character called Haley. Oh yeah. Um, two he's years in your ago. YouTube videos. He's in my YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, he's like really pathetic and keeps getting humiliated. I think at the time <laughs> I was feeling as that a work actor, I was feeling a bit humiliated and doing like awful <laughs> jobs. And, yeah. And um and then I wrote um I entered the it was a brief spin off from So You Think You're You're Funny, which was So You Think You're Right You Write Funny, and it just right. ran for like one year, and then I, I won it, and then they were like. Let's not do that again. You peaked. You, you, no one's ever going to beat you. <laughs> exactly. You're the queen. I'm the only winner of saying that you write funny. Um, so I won that from writing this short thing on Hayley. And so I got given a my own show at the Gilded Balloon. Nice. And I didn't really know what to do with it because I was really excited. But I was, and I was aware that it was um, a big deal. But I, I freaked out a bit because they didn't really give me any help. They didn't go do it on this. They just said, you've an hour at the Gilded Balloon. So... So they had a conversation, I assume it was 10 minutes or something like that. It was, yeah, 15 minutes. And then and then the prize was an hour-long show? Yeah, your own show. It's and a massive jump, isn't it? I know, I know. And I completely, I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so so I, I wrote in some friends and we did a kind of comedy musical medley. Yeah. And it was, it was a bit of a mess. It was funny. I think it was funny. People laughed. Yeah. But I think it was a bit all over the place. Because I was just like throwing loads of ideas and sketches and with a sort of loose story. Yeah. Um, so I did that about uh, two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. And then I only started doing stand-up um, about under a year ago. Because ah. um, I resisted it for ages because I didn't think I was uh, right for stand-up. Well, I tried it once when I was living with Harriet. Yeah. And um, it was... It was went catastrophically badly. It was so funny. Where was it? It was it was in um, South Hall, and basically, I'd I'd worked on a comedy sketch or something. There was a lovely comedian there who was working on it. He said, "Have you ever tried stand up?" And I said, "No, I don't think I'd be right for stand up." And he went, "Well, look, I run. I'm running this night. Why don't you come along and mm. and do it?" And I said, "Okay. What, what have I got to lose?" And I got there, and there was. There was nobody, there was no one there, there was yeah. no audience. And he went, oh, don't worry, there's no one here, but I think, I think people are going to start coming. <laughs> and then he started to panic. So what they ended up doing was getting um, drunk people from the pub below or off the street. Brilliant. So then you had this audience of drunk, angry people. <laughs> Why and, are we here? <laughs> and I was, I think I was going on fifth. Right. And I watched everyone behind me get, uh, behind me, in front of me, 
yeah, yeah, before the, you, before me. No, thank you. Um, get completely annihilated. Like yeah. this one guy, and then I was laughing his jokes. Then he was, he was like, he got a saucepan. He goes, wait, do you find this funny? Do you find this funny? He put a saucepan on his head, and he was like, do you find me funny now? And the audience was like, boom, you're shitty, get off the stage. And I was thinking, God, this is awful. And there was one guy who actually did pretty well. Um, cause he was very funny, but not, not that well. And at the end he went, screw you. I don't need you anyway. I've got a gig at the comedy store. Oh. And he was a friend with Harriet. So Harriet said, can you look out for my friend Rosie? And he came up to me and he went, I'm sorry. I know I said I looked right away out for you, but this is, this is the worst gig I've ever done and walked out. And then before I got on stage, all the, all the, the audience started going, no more comedy. <laughs> no more comedy. Well, you're in luck because I've got no jokes. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. And then this drunk guy came up and then the MC was like, no, there's one more, there's a girl. And this guy got up and went, where is she? Where is she? And I was like, hi. I went out and did my set. It didn't go that badly, but it was, I mean, they didn't heckle me they just sort of looked at me in stony silence but i realized afterwards that's because the main heckler had passed out ah (laughs) (laughs) too much heckling jeez yeah so what made you want to do it again after that well i didn't do it again for about a year and then i was looking at writing my own show and i was starting to write my own show as a character and i wanted to move away from Haley because she was really depressing to play right and um and then i just i was like i'm writing stand-up i don't know why i'm trying to make this into a one-woman show. And then I did the Cavendish yeah. as my first gig. That's a good place to start. And I won the little thingy. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> so, but then the second time I did it, I didn't do very well at all. Never and I was like, oh, I can't. Never won it. <laughs> never won it. But it's a bit of a random one, though, isn't it, Cavendish? Because No, it's quite consistent. I've never won it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a completely different. It's just, it's... And also, it goes on so long. How long ago was that? Under a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I suppose our paths haven't crossed. Yeah. Mm. When did was it, I think it was June? June. I think this is. You're supposed to count your gigs, aren't you? I don't count my. Gigs. I've got a spreadsheet. Have you? Yeah. I don't because people go. I'm on my hundredth gig, and I'm not. I don't know what gig I'm on. Mine's 189. Is it? Yeah. Do you like rate them as well? Oh, yeah, I put notes on there. Oh, oh. I should do that. And then, because I record them all as well, I put the link to the I just started recording. recording them, but often I, I forget. Like, I'll, I'll have my phone at the ready and then I'll forget. Yeah, it's very useful. Yeah. Because you can just go, oh, did that joke work? No, no, it didn't. No, I didn't think it did. <laughs> but oh, no one's laughing. No one's laughing. But it is good because um, when I started recording them, I did a gig and, I, and it went well and I know people were laughing. And I listened back to the recording and I'm like, no one's laughing. Yeah, that's happened but when I've recorded things. When... I realised, because I, I put the camera at the back... All the laughing's going forwards. Yeah. So the camera doesn't actually pick it up. Did you put that in the caption? I've been done to me. No. <laughs> no. Because uh, I've done, because I, because of the job I do recordings yeah. for other people. So I set the mics up properly. Yeah. So it captures, so there's a mic at the front pointing towards the audience. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, you see. Yeah. Then you get the real laughter. Because it is sad when you're listening to something and you're going, no, but people, people like this. Yeah. So what I do is I take the laughter from other comedians and put it on my that's own. That's a really good no, idea. I don't, don't really. <laughs> that's a really <laughs> I good idea. <laughs> God. So, um, which path do you think you want to go down more? Um, I love doing stand-up. Yeah. I think, are we talking ideally? Mm. Ideally, I'd like to sort of do... Oh, it's so awful, isn't it? Um, I'd sort of like to be in TV and do kind of write write comedy things and be in them. And then be in other people's comedy things. 
do comedy acting and then do my own thing. That's a really messy answer, isn't it? No, not but, really. But no, I really love doing stand-up. I love the kind of control you have over it. Because um, uh, when you're acting, it's a bit passive. Mm. And you can't... If you're not being employed, you're just sitting there waiting for the phone to ring or writing desperate letters going, please employ me. <laughs> um, where comedy, you can always go and do something. Yeah. Also, I like the fact that I just talk about things that I obsess over or worry about or worry that makes me think I'm odd. And then if you go there and people laugh at it, you're like, I'm not odd, I'm wonderful. <laughs> Unless the new gig that goes really badly and you're like, I'm odd. <laughs> do you think it's, because I don't really have much to worry about. Yeah. Uh, just I'm just not a worrier. Do you think being a warrior gives you more things to talk about in comedy than I would if I'm not worrying about anything? I don't think so. No? I think it... Because there are lots of great comedians who aren't warriors, aren't they? And I, I don't know if I'm a warrior. I just obsess about things. Ah, I don't necessarily And I do anything. stupid things. Really? And then I'm like, why did I do that? What's the stupidest thing you've done recently? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. Can't think of anything. Oh no, it's um, just so many. Don't <laughs> there's, no, it's, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't know why anyone does it. Really, it's quite a weird thing to want to do. Mm. I, just, um, I just enjoy doing it and trying to yeah. make people laugh. Yeah, I enjoy trying to make people laugh. I think it's probably observational. Is that the word? Yeah, why? when you go, have you noticed how when people walk down the street, like, <laughs> yeah, aren't babies weird? <laughs> and stuff like that. I, I really want to be cleverer than I am, but I don't think I'm ever going to be. I'd like to, to do political things, but I'm so a well I'm not apolitical. I'm I'm a lefty but in a very vague way. Who's the shadow chancellor? Oh don't stop it, no don't. Exactly, I don't I, know. I, I, this is the thing, and my family are really like left wing and really know their stuff. Yeah. And they get in big debates. And um I just don't think I have the concentration span for it. Or maybe I'm just more interested in myself and all my comedy being being about me. Exactly. But I really admire comedians who grow up and they make clever sort of political things and you're like that's so true how often do you write comedy songs do you reckon um it's a good question i don't know really um every, it's when one comes to me really yeah. how'd you get your crazy ideas um, <laughs> well the the uh unsafe sex song right um just things that happen to me really right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then um and then yeah and then i jot down i mean that was yeah i got it i don't want i'm really aware that this podcast makes me sound like i have loads of one that stands i don't but i i wrote yeah i wrote after and i just i wrote oh the shame at least he never came inside me and i wrote that <laughs> like directly afterwards and then i decided to and that was the first song i wrote ah. i made a song out of it so do you ever turn stand-up into songs um, or the other way around. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you'll be writing things and you'll go, well, actually, maybe this would work better as a song. And there's just something quite satisfying about making. It can be quite a rhyme can make something quite surprising. It's quite good if you're yeah. if you go somewhere that someone's not expecting. But I like mixing it up. I wouldn't want to do all ukulele stuff. No, because it get a bit tiresome. It's it? a bit tiresome. Yeah. Also, I don't have. I think you can do that if you have a really great singing voice. I don't like. I can carry a tune, but I it's. But it's not like, like, you know, Rachel Paris has got, a, she's great. And she's got a beautiful voice. So I think if you're going to be a musical comedian, then you, I think you need the voice as well. Yes. Rather whereas, than mine, which is like, kind of, yeah, mine's fine. But it's not, 
No one's going to listen to it. You've never heard mine. <laughs> Although I have come second in karaoke rumble twice. Yes. Yeah. Karaoke rumble. That sounds amazing. Have you ever heard of karaoke? No. It's, you get, it's like a karaoke gong show. It, oh, so gong get, shows. Get up to two minutes, and if you're rubbish, people boo you off. That's horrible. That was fun, though. Because if they're rubbish, just get rid of them. The next person on. I, I don't think I could cope with being booed off. Well, you know, I probably could, but I think I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> Sketches. Yeah. Do you like writing sketches? I do. I I find that they some of my sketches are a bit too long, though, so they become a bit more like a a funny short film as yeah. opposed to. I'm not. I don't know if I've got the discipline to because I think you have to be quite ruthless and good at kind of quick fire jokes. I've watched your um the ones to say in bed because I keep away from the monkeys. Oh yeah, yeah, because that one's about like ten minutes. Yeah. And actually, looking back, because that, that was the one I, I first made when I was working on reception. Looking back now, I'm like, it's too long. Yeah. But... Well, it's, it's not too long in itself, but it's too long it's, in this... Yeah. You know, this... In this, this sort of society of short of pension yeah. fans. Because there was one point I thought, well, you could have finished there. Yeah. And then it comes back. But that, that's only because that's what I do as a job. I cut out Well, that's stuff. the thing. And I didn't edit that. And since then, I've learned how to edit. Only on like a really... Not, not a big snazzy system but i you know when i think when you can edit yourself you're it's sort of because comedy as well it's so reliant on editing such a big part of it when you're you're kind of doing a um sketch or something on film that was an inarticulate (laughs) take two (laughs) edit this out editing is very important it is very important yeah uh i'm gonna make you sound really good yes yes what do you um edit on Oh, the one on Apple. iMovie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then, um, yeah, it's really simple. Yeah. It's like basic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, not not editing. Apple iMovie is really basic. It's, pretty, it's all right. It does the job, but it, it? But it does do the job, yeah. so I mean. And you kind of learn you can what you can cut and how it works. Yeah, basically, any kid with a laptop now, you can edit a feature film on it. Yeah. What's his name? Christopher Nolan edited some of Batman in his kitchen on his laptop. That's crazy. Which is just mental. And there was that film that came out recently, which was all filmed on an iPhone 5. Yeah, but that's... It was filmed on an iPhone 5, but... Oh, yeah, the editing was probably... The iPhone more. was in a crane. It had a lens attached was to it. Was it? Yeah. Because oh, not someone just that. holding the iPhone. Oh, that's why I haven't seen the film. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I watched amazing. a trailer. I was like, is it... Yeah, but it's been graded. It's been... A sound mix it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter that it's on an iphone because it's been it's in the hands of a professional cinematographer yeah so it's a big difference. yeah when you put it like that it's less yeah less impressive so how many uh pies do you reckon you've got fingers in so you've got the musical stuff um yeah so got youtube i'd stuff. say i'd say at the moment stand-up's probably my main focus actually that's yeah. what i enjoy doing most it's definitely what I enjoy doing most. Yeah. And it's definitely what I'm more interested in pursuing. The YouTube thing I enjoy, but it's more just another way of putting out my ideas and yeah. trying out things. Um, and acting, oh, I just it's just a horrible industry. Is it? And I mean, I've just done an acting job, which was great fun. Yeah. But I don't really go looking for it anymore. If it comes, then great. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I, I'll hopefully... Uh, you know, sidestep back into it at some point. But... Yeah. I've always grown up wanting to be an actor. Yeah. But never did anything about it because I was too scared. Well, it's I, it's so unfair. It's basically a bit of a, 
um, a lottery. Yeah. And you can't really... And I did some crazy things. Like when I got out of drama school, I I did gate, I gate crashed an audition. Oh. Which was my first acting job because they wouldn't see me. <laughs> and I gate crashed. Okay. They turned <laughs> up. I put a letter under the door yeah. saying, I am outside with That's a That's a kind of ballsy goat. move you need to do though, isn't it? Yeah. But the thing was, then I got it. And then for the rest of the time, I didn't get any work after that. And everyone was like, why don't you do, you're the girl who gate crashed an audition. Why don't you do it again? I was like, I can't gate crash every audition. <laughs> I can't be that girl. I'll get section. <laughs> it be fun. Um, but it worked though. So yeah, no, but um, it's, yeah, it's funny. But then what's cool is since I've been doing the YouTube stuff, I end up getting paid to do odd bits and bobs. Like, um, you know, someone was doing a comedy pilot on and, Paid me a bit of money for yeah. it, and then um, School of Life. You come across oh, School of Life, which yeah. is Alan de Botton's uh, thing, where it's, it's a YouTube video, YouTube channel, where it kind of has humorous videos um, with a kind of um, serious message. Ah. And he, in, actually, there are a lot of comedians in it, yeah, a lot of good comedians in it. But he employed me to sort of write and produce a, a short film about yeah. relationships. Um, that was vaguely funny as well. <laughs> so it is worthwhile doing YouTube. So it's actually yeah, led it actually on to has. Stuff. Now yeah. I think about it, it has actually yeah, because that because the the school of life stuff pays well. Yeah, and um, and yeah, it has actually got me a few things. Oh. But it's only those only as you said, it hasn't occurred to me before. I'm like, oh yeah, it actually has got me a few bits of bobs. So it is worthwhile then. Yeah, I don't suppose it is worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. There, you go, there you go. Yeah. How much effort do you put into YouTube stuff? Is it just I've got this idea, film it posh off it goes um yeah pretty much some i do i need to do more really yeah but um i don't know how much effort i put into it really does the number of views uh influence whether you carry on doing that yeah, yeah? definitely if this if you put that's the thing if you put a lot of work into a video and then you put it on and yeah. it gets like sort of 25 views you're like oh <laughs> it's really bad and then also if i occasionally i'll put out something and then I'll go, no, this is, I'm proud of this one. This is good. Yeah. And then I'll tweet about it lots and force it down people's throats on Facebook. Does but then that can be a bit disheartening as well. Yeah. Well, I mean. Um, like the social media stuff. Does that. Yeah. Well, twi- Twitter I find really useful. Well, you've got 10 times more followers than I have. I love that. I love Twitter. Yeah. It's really. And also I like it because, you know, Facebook, if you put, um. You put a jokey status and no one likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you're like, why? No one, and then you delete it and hope no one saw it. The person. And, you know, on Twitter, you if you put something and no one retweets it, like, you'll go, they just didn't see it because yeah. people have busy lives. <laughs> I quite, so I quite like that freedom with Twitter. And um, and I actually, I think I've become a lot more well-read because people sort of go, great article, link here. Yeah. Where usually I... Be kind of scared by a whole newspaper. Oh, so you people who you follow tweet something, then you yeah. go follow. I see. Yeah, yeah. you try like jokes out on Twitter. Yes, if I think of something funny, I will definitely I will put it on Twitter. But then I don't think I've ever. No, but, yeah. The the jokes I put on Twitter, I don't think I'd ever use in my set. Really? No, because I'm more just. I don't know. I. Th- I think the stuff I put on Twitter is a bit weird. Is it? I think sometimes people really like it and retweet it. And then I'm like, and then other times it just sort of 
drifts away in the wind. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anything I've ever put on there retweeted. Only a reply to someone else's thing. But it it also depends on the... You need to get a certain amount of followers. And once you get some big followers, if they retweet your things, then... I lose more than I gain. <laughs> really do. It's hovering at 106. It's hovering at... Yes. Yes, it's amazing. Yes. I'm so but popular. But the thing is, is, when you lose followers, usually they're spam followers. Yeah, that's true. That's all it is. They're all spam. They're all they're spam. All spam. The ones that leave are spam. <laughs> the bastards. ones you gain are real. Yeah. Yeah. So you saw my um, first attempt at emceeing on Tuesday. So that, you, that was your first attempt? First proper. Yeah. I've done it a couple of times. I did run my own gig once for yeah. daughter's school and did a little bit of something else. But yeah, first proper, proper. It's all right with it. I thought you were great. Yeah. Yeah. That's well on done. tape. That's Good on tape. MC. I just have that as a, a loop Excellent in my background. Excellent thing, I thought. <laughs> Carried the gig along nicely. Yeah, I think, because it's weird seeing it from that perspective, because usually when you go to a night, you sit down, you you kind of watch other people, but then you're thinking about your own stuff. Yeah. So you don't really concentrate on how the night's going. Or if it's going badly, you kind of go, oh, no, I've got to go on stage. Did you feel more responsible for the other acts being an MC? Um, and their, their well-being, only, their psychological well-being. Only just in the fact that I had to try and make sure I didn't tell a terrible joke before I went, anyone else came on stage. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think, I think it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. Apart no, from, I thought it was good. Apart from one, someone saying it was the worst ever gig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said afterwards, I said... That's your worst ever gig. Come on. My worst ever gig is like people looking like they wanted to knife me. <laughs> I don't know why she stopped. She was doing fine. Yeah. That's what I said. Strange. I was like, I was, I was actually quite angry. I was like, but no, but you, you die on stage. That's why I told her to get stage. back up and finish it. Yeah. Was that all right doing that? No, I thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no one was bad that night either. No. Well, there's, there's one girl over you clearly, but. How no. Dare you? How dare you? No, she didn't. She didn't eat it. She sang. <laughs> she sang like a bird. Sang like a bird. So you've ever tried MC? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Um, oh, but you, I suppose you have to be a lot more ad libby, don't you? You can't just do. You can't. Can you do a bit of your set? <laughs> Mind you, I do. Often, I talk to the audience quite a lot anyway. When yeah. I do my ad. Some I mean, might work. Yeah, some of them might. I usually just pick on somebody. I've got a bit that's like 45 seconds long. Then yeah. That's easy to slot in, isn't it? Yeah. Like that camp coffee shop joke that I did. Very good. That's easy to slot yeah. in. Yeah. It's, it's completely self-contained. Yeah. I think everything, you, I think you can break down everything into little 45 yeah, seconds. Yeah, no, probably, I, yeah. Yeah, you probably can. Yeah. 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 I was doing stuff about punishing kids. I've got other stuff. It's in the same theme, so in a longer set, it all fits together. Yeah. But then you could, you can break it out. Like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. That's what I used to do, is just compartmentalise stuff. So if it, that camp coffee shop joke you can put into a routine about coffee shops or a routine about being camp or a routine about being neurotic about stuff. Yeah. Like an index You can kind of fit thing. it in. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. You can sort of fit things. Yeah. Right. I decided I need more um, clean stuff in my set. As you know, most of my set was quite clean, wasn't it? Apart from the song, I don't remember yeah, anything else true. being That's rude. true. It's because it was quite a new material and it was ah, What were you cleaner. talking about? Because I can't remember. Being stalking men. I think. <laughs> so, talking about, so talking about dating. Yeah, I was talking about dating, wasn't I? I can't even remember. I can't remember. 
Yeah, I was talking about stalking people. Spontaneously stalking people. Well, I've got the people. video, so I can just watch it back, can't <laughs> yeah, I? Just, <laughs> I'll just relay my, my whole set badly here. Oh, I did that really funny thing about... The, yeah. Do you um, do a lot of doubling up? No, I haven't really done any doubling up. I do about... I'd say about two, three gigs a week. Yeah, it's about the same as me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apart from... I was away in Oxford doing this play, so I had like... Um, month where I wasn't doing ah. any did you feel rusty after that I did well that was the gig the, the gig directly after the I got back the first gig I got back was the one I died ah okay. and and I think part of it is I was suddenly feeling kind of nervous yeah well usually I'm not when I'm on stage and the problem is you can't can you if you go on stage and you're feeling the audience uh, smell it <laughs> <laughs> I found my best gigs are when I don't not that I don't care, but I don't... Yeah, my best gigs are when I'm hungover, actually. <laughs> it's totally I think because I just get on, I'm like... Oh, uh, I don't me. drink, so I don't <laughs> get that. <laughs> Maybe you should start. Maybe I should. I've done... I did have a couple of pints once before a gig, and it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not doing that again. Well, I think... Yeah, no, I don't know about getting drunk before you're on stage, but I mean, being hungover, <laughs> like, the next... When I did... Because I did Edinburgh. Yes. Randomly. Uh, considering I hadn't been doing sign-up for so long, but... um, And... uh yeah, I found the next day if I was feeling really hungover, I, it would go really well. Now, did you do a show this year? I did. I did. I only did like twenty-five minutes, half an hour. Yeah, it was a bit crazy. Who were you doing it with? I just did it on my own because I was part of the whole freestyle, um, sort of malarkey. Oh. So I lost my venue, and then I randomly oh, ended up in yeah. Frankenstein. Right. Um. Which and was I Frankenstein. Just, well, it wasn't under any anything it was it was basically a comedy agent who um had told me about it and then um because another comedy agent got his axe there yeah so i ended up doing it there where is frankenstein um it's just it's like pretty much quite near the royal mall it's really good venue it's really yeah. central it's like george the fifth bridge fourth bridge whatever it is i don't remember seeing that one yeah and is it, it was it great not the church is it like a no day? but it's you probably would have passed it lots, but it, yeah. it was never a comedy venue before this year. Oh, right. So okay. it was just like a, a sort of pub. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I got really big audiences. And because I was completely under the radar, because I thought, I'm not going to promote this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was great. I did, most nights, people were lovely about it. Yeah. And people laughed. I was happy. Good. It, you know, apart from the night I went on and my ukulele was out of tune. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, no, that was... Oh, but then Jonathan Lerner was in the audience. He ran on with a, his ukulele, which was in tune. Ah. But by that time, I was too panicked, so I that didn't work either. I didn't know Jonathan Lerner had a ukulele. Yeah, he plays the ukulele. There are more of us out there. But, um, no, I loved doing Edinburgh. Yeah? It was great fun. I was there for a week, did a few bits. Didn't yeah. I was there on my own, so it was a bit... I mean, it's a bit... That's the thing. The first week I felt really lonely. I thought, like, I'm all alone. I felt like everyone was having fun parties. <laughs> yes, they were. And, and then I was just walking anyway. around going, why? And then after a week, you can't meet people and it's fine. Ah. But it did take me about a week. Two I was, weeks. I was staying in a hostel. It wasn't very good. See, I'm really lucky. I have relatives who have got a flat there they hardly use. And they're really kind and they let me stay there, which takes a huge bit of the cost away. Damn it. Because so I don't try, you know, so I've got this flat to myself in central Edinburgh. Well, I'll be slipping a bit of paper under the door. <laughs> Come for the audition. No. <laughs> no one lives here. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> this is just a recorded message. 
Are you doing Edinburgh this year? No, no. I've been no. banned for doing Edinburgh. You've been banned? Yeah. What, 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 so who? My wife. She says, you're not going up there again. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to do a show or anything yet, so yeah. maybe good to take a year off. Yeah. And then maybe do 20 minutes somewhere. Yeah. So what's been your best gig so far? Um, My best gig so far... Um, Oh, I'm not sure. I've had a few... I did a gig in Oxford recently. Yeah. Uh, which was really good fun. It was student nights or something, so it was to a load of students, and and they they just loved it, which was great. And then have you done Jolly Rogers? Um, they they do it's an open mic night in Lambeth. No, it's uh, it's every I think it's every month. I'm right. But it's just a really great atmosphere because they have prop they have proper audience, which is yeah. always good. <laughs> And they gave out shots in wow. the interval. So everyone was really happy and mm. really up for it. And also, <laughs> I was doing 10 minutes, which I... so It's so much better doing 10 minutes than... Four. In fact, both at the Oxford gig as well, I was doing 10 minutes, which I just... You can kind of relax a lot more yeah. and have fun with it. And, exactly. And they go a lot better. Yeah. Try um, doing MC and that's even better because you just chat smash it. Like, yeah. Great. Yeah, I like all that. Um yeah, I guess those are my best gigs recently. But it's, I don't know, it's funny, because you're an elastic ego, doesn't it? Because when, when you have a gig which goes really well, it's amazing. You feel great. But And then you're like, I'm the funniest person ever <laughs> in the whole wide world. Yep. And then you do a gig where you die, and you're like, I'm the unfunniest person in the whole wide world. It's the peaks and troughs, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really very frustrating. weird. It's, it's Yeah, because you can't ever... You, when I started doing it and the first few gigs I did went really well and I was no. like, yeah, wow, I'm, great I'm just amazing. And mm. then you have a gig where you die and you go, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Welcome to the no. real world. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it's, it's yeah. horrible. I haven't died on stage properly for ages because I used to internally die if a joke didn't land. Yeah. And you go, oh, no, nobody likes me. Don't like the rest of it. I'll just car- I'm happy to carry well, on now. That's what I've realised looking at more experienced comedians when they come they they sort of do the open mic thing to try out new things and I realise what they're so good at is if a joke doesn't work they just brush it off they're just like okay you didn't like that I thought that was funny okay my next one I was like oh that's what you do you just you just kind of go you don't take it so personally you have to really try and learn how to do that don't you yeah mm. I think it just takes practice do you do music in all of your sets or just no I don't do it in all of my sets yeah. but most of them yeah. Most of the time. Sometimes I'll come out without my ukulele. Ah, do you ever sort of plan on doing something and then veer off in another direction because yeah. it's not going well or it is going well? Some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Most of, most of the time I have a vague idea where I'm where I'm going with everything. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the only times I, I dramatically change it is if it's not going well and yeah. then you suddenly panic. But actually, I mean, luckily I've, I haven't died terribly that many times. The, the worst gig I had where I died... Uh, which was the one the other week. Um, I ended up telling a random anecdote because I was panicking so much because I was like, they're not liking my material. Yeah. And and all my all the material I was telling was quite filthy. So I was thinking, I'll think of something clean, think of something nice. So I started telling a random funny thing that happened. To, and it was, it was a funny thing that yeah. happened to me. But it was so garbled. And I was going, okay, guys, a funny thing. Funny thing happened to me the other day. Uh, so I was walking along and I could see they were just going, who is this person? <laughs> It was his nutcase. It was his nutcase. But that's the only time I think I've really spectacularly veered off into the complete unknown. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Most of the time I'll just, I might just do a bit of my set that I wasn't going to do. And What's your plans for Edinburgh next year? 
I'm tempted. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide, but which well, we haven't really got long to decide now. Um, because I did sort of 25 minutes last summer and actually went quite well. Yeah. I'm actually thinking I'll do like 40, but I know that I shouldn't because I haven't really been doing it for long enough, but I kind of think before stand-up, I was doing lots of comedy performing anyway in different yeah. forms. So I've got lots of material. That's got to be a new 40 though, isn't it? Or was it the 20 no. plus another 20? No, it'll oh. be the same, but with added extra. Right. It doesn't have to be a new 40. <laughs> Because also my last one last year was so under the radar, like it right. wasn't really, I didn't really publicise it at all, which means yeah. I can do the same thing again. No, I'll, I'll do, keep some of the same bits and yeah. mix it up. Sounds good. Yeah. Bigger production values? <laughs> Probably not. No. I don't have any money. No. <laughs> not a genius laptop idea like not, I had. No, uh, a genius laptop idea. Oh God, I can't believe that didn't work. I'm so annoyed. That's really annoying. Yeah, it is really annoying. I look forward to seeing it when it does work. Ah, yeah, party piece is a nice room. Yeah, I I, uh, I like party piece. Even when it's sort of half full, it's still... Mm. No, I don't understand what it is. It must be the venue. And of course, because it's quite a small, compact room, mm. it means it looks full. What's their biggest gig you've ever did? Edinburgh. I Because it was in Frankenstein, you know, on a Saturday night, I was doing like 5.30, there'd be like 200 people in the room. Jeez, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. I really like that. That's great having real audience. <laughs> <laughs> Makes such a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yes, loads of jokes weren't landing on Tuesday because there's other comedians that have seen all your stuff before. But then when something does work, you know it's working because if they're laughing, then you Yeah, know, that's true. They're, they're tough, tough crowd comedians. Tough, tough crowd. crowd. Tough crowd. Lovely, but tough. Yeah. They're laughing on the inside. Yeah. 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 So where do you see yourself in, say... Five years. Oh, I don't know. Really successful <laughs> with, with a dog. <laughs> I think that's a, a great now. mark of success. <laughs> is when you can afford a dog and afford to look after a dog. Ah. Um, no, ideally, I just want to be making money from it. I, yeah. We make a bit of money from comedy, but it's it's few and far between. That would that would be if I'm doing that in five years, where I'm not having to do other non-creative jobs on the side. I yeah. think I'd be very happy. How many non-creative things do you have to do at the moment? Well, it varies. I haven't for the last all for the last two months, which has been great. Nice. I had an acting job. At the moment, I'm doing like yesterday I was temping, Ooh. <laughs> doing reception work. Um, but I'm my money situation kind of all right at the moment because of the acting job. Mm -hmm. But how long? I, I need to find something really. Yeah, yeah. It's fun though, isn't it? Not having a real job, like a nine to five yeah. grind. Yeah. Even my job's not really a real job. Yeah, I like not having a real job, but I don't. I don't like the financial instability of it. Would you swap it though? No. Exactly. No. It's much more fun. I think, I think I'd get very bored. Mm. No. I think it takes a special kind of person to do what we do. Uh, I don't know about special. <laughs> 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 a stupid sort of person. Yeah. Um, I I think I think you've got to not. Well, actually, you know what's funny? I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble saying this, but um, if I look at my friends, my friends who all have normal jobs mm. and are my age, have all got, they're a lot more emotionally sorted. So they've got sort of family or they're married or, and then actors and comedians are working out a bit more because you, the life, life is styles a bit more all over the place. Mm. And also you're a lot more kind of, not emotional, but you're a lot more focused on, what's going on in your head yeah. because of the need to sort of spill it out <laughs> to random random audiences yeah how much time do you reckon do you spend thinking about comedy uh 
quite a lot, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, that, again, with Twitter, if I'm mm. doing a boring temp job, I'll be trying to think of funny things to put on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I spend a lot of time. And I mean, it, it is my default reaction to things. So if something bad happens, it, even if something really bad happens, I'm always trying to think of the funny side of it. Yeah, Not so in a kind of nice, oh, the yeah. funny side. Um, so cause I use um, OneNote to do all my writing. Like on a phone or a computer. What, yeah. Do you, do you use pen and paper? Yes. Computers? I do. I use a bit of both. I've got Evernote Ooh. on my phone. You got Evernote? It's a great app. Is it? Ian Lane introduced me to that app. Ah. Shout out to Ian Lane. Um, but he's got a massive folder with tags and things on it. But yeah, but he also had, like, this thing. He just he just writes things everywhere. Ah, okay. But Evernote is great because you can basically, like, make little tags and it tags all your notes. Yeah. So I've got that. And then, yeah, I carry a notepad with me everywhere. But I've got about three or four notepads. Just and then I'll just... But the problem is I don't... You know, some comedians, they write like a word or something. Or they write exactly what they're going to say. I just sort of ramble. Yeah. And then I have to like cipher through the ramble to find the funny. But it works though. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah, I've just... Sometimes I'll just... I have, sometimes I'll go for a month without writing anything. Yeah. And then you go, oh, there's that, there's that. Which is, you'll think of tags after the end of a gig. Yeah. That's when I think that's where I bulk, start bulking out most stuff is, oh, I can talk about that a little bit. Add that a little bit on there. Yeah. Have you got a set process that you go for? I'm going to do this, this, and this, and make it longer, or just What do you mean, like... Um, before you go on stage, you think, oh, I'm going to do talk about... Have you got, like, a five minutes that you're working on? I did have a set five minutes for a while. Yeah. And then I just got a bit bored of it. Yeah. Also, I was aware that all the comedian, like... Comedians have seen it loads of times. And I know obviously you should be thinking more about the audience, but I was thinking, God, I don't want them to see this again. Yeah. And um, so I, I do sort of, yeah, I have a kind of set five minutes, but then I have a few other set five minutes <laughs> as well. It's good having different bits you can swap in yeah. and out. Yeah. 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 Uh, all, all my, <clears throat> they all seem to be like one long thing. So if they the five minutes starts not going great, then I'm yeah. a bit like, oh. Let's bring out the big guns. <laughs> bring out the great song. <laughs> so it's come to the end. Have you got anything you want to promote? Uh, I, I don't. I bet there is. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Which thank is? Thank you. At Rosie is a halt. <laughs> Said it a long time ago before I realised I should put something funny. So it's just right, Rosie is a halt. I think that's, that's all I've got YouTube coming Oh, yeah, my YouTube channel. Yeah, all these things you forget about. Um, what is my YouTube channel? Young, Funny and Poor. Ah, Which, yes. in my defence, I set up when I was young. Well, I wasn't that young, but I set it up. Long... You're younger than me, so technically you are young. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Young, Funny and Poor. Well, that's it for me, then. <laughs> Thank you very much for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming in. Yay. I'll, I'll see you soon. See you on the 9th. On the 9th. Yeah. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.